What's going on with your offer up account? Man, listen. I am the offer up guru. How many stars you got? As five I'm stars? I'm looking at it right now. Five stars, of course. That's not a question. Okay. Five stars, of course. But 31 five stars? 31, 31 five stars. 31. I'm huh? looking at it right now. 31. Purchase and sales. Okay. What are you selling right now? I ain't got nothing for sale right now. What are you looking to buy right now? Busy. I ain't even buying nothing right now. But... I have still been looking at dirt bikes and stuff. I'm still in the market. You know what I mean? I, I might exchange mine for another. That's all I've been glancing at now. But I'm not really trying to buy nothing. But whenever I do try to buy something, that is the first place I go offer up. Who do you dirt? Where you? Where's the last place you went to go biking at? Santa Clarita, man. We go. It's called Rauher Flats. It's up in Santa Clarita. Right the 405 to the 5. You up there, man. What do you like about it? It, it just doesn't seem appealing to me, bro. You're like, crazy. You're what's crazy. so fun? It seems like I'm gonna fall off and get hurt, bro. Okay, first off, I haven't felt I did fall off my dirt bike. We could talk about that uh -huh. too. That was a really unfortunate event that happened in my life. But like, especially where we just went, you ride through the mountains and stuff, and it's like the views you get up there on the trails of the mountains. Then I got all the way to the top of the dang mountain, and saw it was a whole lake on the on the other side of the mountain. Mm -hmm. It's like stuff that I wouldn't see. You can't see this stuff walking. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's going to walk these trails, man. You know what I'm saying? It was lit. It's a different type of adrenaline rush. My dad called me an adrenaline rush, adrenaline junkie. Yeah. A couple of weeks ago for the first time. And I was like, dang, maybe. That's maybe what you that, are, huh? Maybe. Hey, you know what I want is I'm down to go out in the desert, bro. I just need one of those like razors. I need something where I'm enclosed. I want the new Ram TRX. I need like the electric Hummer. Uh -huh. I need something. Electric I just, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I want that SUV, the one that's supposed to be coming out next man. year. Man. Yeah. But um, anyways, man, thanks for coming on. First time we got you on the pod here. We got a new pod and obviously thanks for showing up to the crib and just kind of dropping some knowledge and some entertainment and just letting us know what's going on with your life, man. Sir, man, I'm so, here to chat. I'm here to chat. Obviously, we can go into a little bit of a background of like how I know you, dude, is we've just kind of been walking the same path parallel to one another for, what, six years now? Something like that. It's been a while, dude. So, so went to the same high school, obviously, West High and Torrance, and then, you know, went our separate paths for the JUCO route, right? And then transferred back down to Cal State Long Beach to finish our education out. And, dude... My favorite thing about you is you're you're awesome, man. You're a, a human magnet. That's what you are. Is I think your greatest gift is your ability to not only pull people together, but just like when when you walk in the room, dude, it becomes a brighter place. You know what I mean? Like when Austin's here, it's like ah fuck, what's he gonna say? You know what I mean? Like what's going on, dude? How do you feel about being that guy? You you knew you was gonna say that. No, not at all. I can tell you, I have no notes right now, dude. Hey. You saw me. The equipment wasn't even set up when you pulled in, dude. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that genuinely a lot. Um, it's who I am, man. I wake up with a smile on my face every day. Genuinely. A genuine smile on my face every day. Um, I, I don't know, man. I just got a positive outlook on life, man. I'm here to laugh. I'm here to have a good time. Where do you think that positive outlook came from? Is that is that similar? Obviously, you know, you got two brothers, too, and you guys are all very different. And, you know, I went grew up going to school with all you guys. I've been fortunate enough to know both your brothers. And you guys all have your own different thing brothers. going on. You have I three brothers. Three oh, brothers. my bad. I, I just know the two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, you guys are all 
just a really nice tight knit little tribe. Mm -hmm. So talk about that. Like where, where are you guys from? You know what I mean? Obviously Detroit, but take me back to Detroit, man. I ain't never been. <laughs> They're my boys, man. Uh, it's cool because we ain't never needed nobody outside of what we had. You know what I'm saying? It was like I got Ricky and Blake. Blake's my twin brother. Ricky's 18 months older. So he was one grade older than me and Blake were. You know what I'm saying? So basically it was the three of us. But then you got Big Sean. Sean. Okay. <laughs> That's my older brother. Uh, he's still living in Detroit right now. Um, but we all grew up together, man. Just nothing but love, man. Nothing, we were surrounded by nothing but love. That's how. That's all we know how to get. You know, mm -hmm. yeah, that has a big part to do with it. We got a great upbringing. We got a great family, a great supporting cast behind us, man. And yeah, that's who I got to give it to. That's who I got to give it to for sure. Dude, and that's the big thing that we're on. And this is all this pod is about is love. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I've been really doing some soul searching. And I think that I don't have all the answers. But one of that, one of the big ones that I think I got, man, is I don't know if there's anything stronger than love. Nothing. There's there's certain things that you'll do for love that you won't do for anything else. And when you really get people behind you and you're really able to motivate people, it should be through love. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And tell me about your situation, man. Relationships. I know how, how you've been feeling with that. Update me, man. Hey, how's, man. how's your girlfriend Here's doing? Here's the first thing I'll say. Here's the first thing I'll say. This is something that me and her laugh about all the time. But I thought I've always been a happy person. You know what I'm saying? I've, I've always been smiling, bright, happy soul, whatever. But since I've been with her, why is everybody telling me, oh, my God, you look so happy. You look so happy. I've been happy, but I'm even happier now. It's the mm -hmm. greatest. I'm in the peak of my life right now, man. I, I ain't never been better, man. People ask me how I'm doing. I got no complaint. None at all. Oh, I disagree with the peak part, man. You're still going. You're still going I'm up, I'm at the right? peak so far. You at the peak so far. Yeah, I'm still, I'm still going up. That's right. But what happens after a peak? Hey, you, I'm, so I'm at the peak so far. I'm so just, what happens after you hit the peak, Austin? I'm at the peak that's still climbing. There you go. Okay. I'm at the peak that's still climbing. How about that? I like that. I ain't done. How's school been going, bro? School is school, man. We almost there, huh? Mm -hmm. We almost there, mate. I think I'm done December 12th. Oh, wow. You got me beat. I'm done in May. And mm -hmm. I'm really, really excited for that. And I'm excited for you to be done December 12th as well. That's crazy. That's crazy talk. I honestly, I want to know what your take is right now. Because I've talked about this on the podcast, dude, is I've never been a big school guy. That's been my biggest obstacle is just the, the, the type of education system that we got. I didn't personally find myself fitting into it. So my biggest kind of metaphor or analogy that I have, dude, is I f have always felt like the killer whale in SeaWorld. Every time I've gone to school every day, bro, just I've had so many interests and so many things that I want to learn about and dabble into. Whenever I'm in school, I've always been like, I'm about to kill this trainer today. You know what I mean? Like, I'm about to eat somebody today because I shouldn't be here. I should be out in the fucking Arctic Ocean right now just swimming, just going, just going. And mm -hmm. that's just how I've been. And I just have trouble sitting down. So, like, how you been feeling about school? Positive, negative? Like, you excited to be out? Let me know. Um positive i definitely excited to be out that that's that's not a question at all definitely excited to almost be done um school definitely is not for everybody you know but it's definitely a great opportunity for some people you know what i'm saying if you don't have better opportunity you can't go wrong with going to school that's how i ended up in school you know what i'm saying like mm -hmm. i graduated high school i didn't have a better opportunity i didn't have a certain either passion or a certain 
skill that I was just so good at and that good that I could pursue at the moment. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I went to school. I didn't have anything better to do as a 17, 18-year-old. You know what I'm saying? I went to school, and it's not like I regret it at all. Um, now, I will say this. This is a thought that I have often, too. Um, if I was in the position that I'm in today, that I, if I was in this position right now, four years ago, five years ago, when I decided to go to college, I might not have chosen a college route. Hmm. Tell me what that would look like. Hey, I don't know. It's about who you know. You know what I'm saying? You got a bunch of different connections in different fields. I could go try this out. I could go try that out and see where it takes me. I like that. You I want to know about sort of like you're saying if I knew now what I knew then, right? And that's kind of like, yeah, we get it. But what is not it? Not necessarily that, though. It's not if I knew now. It was. It's kind of about like, well, no, dang, you're right. It is about if I knew now because I didn't know about this. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Now I think about it. You're right too. All right, bro. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, what I want to know is, what what is the biggest thing that you've learned so far? What are some of the biggest things that you've taken away? I know it ain't chemistry five hundred one or econ one hundred twelve or whatever it is, bro. But like, what are some of those biggest life lessons through this transformational period in your life that you're like, I'm so appreciative that I was able to go through that. I want to hear about maybe. Uh, now, I don't want to hear about your failures, but sort of some of the biggest obstacles that you've had to endure lately could be the pandemic, man. It could be, uh, you know, being young and in love. W what's going on? Um, obstacles, man, is school is the obstacle for me right now. At the, you know, these past four years, that has been my biggest obstacle. It's been what's not necessarily hold me back, but it's what I'm focused on right now. It's like, it's my biggest task. So I'm trying to get this out the way so I can get to the next opportunity. You know what I'm saying? I'm so ready for that next step, but it's hard to get to that next step without finishing this. And I'm almost there. Hey, yeah. Hey, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm mm -hmm. almost there. It's, it's September. I'll be done in May. It's eight months, you know? What you've been thinking about is on the cusp, on the horizon, it doesn't have to be the thing that you're going to choose, but where, where do you think your interests are telling you? What's your heart telling you to go? Um, I remember last time we chatted, man, you were talking about you wanted to be in, like, the car game. You wanted to be in the, the, the salesman space of, like, building a business maybe related to automobiles. Yeah, that, that's, that's, in, that's in the future. Um, but as for now, I'm just taking any opportunity I can get. That's so awesome. right now, you know, I'm in this interview process for this consulting gig. Hopefully all that goes through. And that wouldn't start until um, next next September, which is optimal. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of, that's that's perfect. You know, right mm -hmm. after I graduate, I get a little summer and then, hey, I'm in the work. That's awesome. Which is what everybody wants. Everybody wants that job lined up right outside of college, you know? Mm -hmm. So I'm, that's what I'm trying to do right now. That's what I'm focused on. I've been doing a lot of interview prep and meeting with people. And I have a few mentors from the company and stuff, so. We'll see where that takes me. That's what I'm focused on though right now. Yeah, it sounds like you're well prepared right now. You got it set up. You don't seem like you're too nervous or going to be in like a, a large state of depression post, yeah. post collegiately. Uh, tell me about your job right now, though. I've been seeing your stories, man. Hey. Uh, valet, right? Hey, Mr. Valet or what? just talking about the cars. You just yep. asked about the cars, man. Valet is the perfect This is what I do, me. Austin, all right? I make connections, all right? This is what I, I do. Hey, don't hey. don't act like surprised, all I right? Hear you, man. I like it. I'm enjoying it so far, man. Uh valet man it's pretty cool right now man i definitely get to drive some cool cars man it's also the perfect job for me right now man i love talking to people mm -hmm. i stand in front of my hotel 
all day for eight hours at a time talking to every single person that walks past me. What's your uniform? You got to wear like a little... Uh, I got these black uh, slacks and these all black Nike shoes and a, a black... It's a black, you know, uh, polo shirt with our signature part. So you got to dress up a little bit. Yeah, like I yeah. got you. Yeah, I got the, the dress pants and the, uh, and the polo shirt, but I don't have to dress up, but I love my job, man. You been getting some good tips? Hey, the tips be cool. The tips be cool, but it's... Man, work be cool, man. That's what's up, dude. I remember when I was a kid and we lived in Vegas, one of the best jobs that you could have, like, without a, a degree, was a, a valet. Dude, they were making six figures Bro, out I, there. I know. Uh -huh. I just went to Vegas this past summer, and then we stayed at the Palms. The Palms didn't charge for valet, so valet it was only tips. I said, oh, I know they running uh -huh. it up, man. I know they making good money. But it's because of how much traffic they get at those hotels. Those big hotels, man, they literally, there's literally 20 cars parked out front at any given moment of the day. Mm -hmm. People pulling up, people pulling out, taxis here, taxis. It is crazy how much traffic they got out there. Yeah. They're making money. They making money. I'm with it, dude. Even like if you were to own, you know, just a, a parking garage or something, you mm -hmm. could try to charge people, what, five bucks an hour, four bucks an hour or something like that. You just racking it in day by day, day by day. It adds up, dude. But if you slip into one of them hotel valets out there, I guarantee they got some unions and everything for mm -hmm. all that, man. Them guys are set. Those guys are set. I can, I guarantee it. Hey, speaking about parking, though, is what's it going to be like at the Rams game tomorrow? trying to arrange a ride man but i know i can't count on venture for that don't ever ask venture for a ride man yeah hey. don't do that why, why why don't you ask hey, venture listen, for a ride what he happens won't come through because he won't come through i'm busy and <laughs> he, not he doing nothing he's on the jet skis he's on the jet i skis. am i actually have been real busy on a jet ski lately dude that's but it's beautiful. just beautiful that's dope you it's just you know you got u-haul austin why you got to be out here talking about can i get your truck let me go over here let me do this let me I do that i could ask a simple friend for a simple favor that i wouldn't have had a problem doing if it was the other way around but that, i was wrong i was wrong hey i was asking for too much apparently uh yeah i got you <laughs> gas was too high at that oh time gases came God. down I now gas money <laughs> I gas money i don't want to hear that rebuttal. you know what it could have been the time you know what oh, maybe man. i just i i apologize all right how about that i apologize that's all i want you to know hear. what today's a good day you need something move today let me go home and think uh, yeah, about see, it. See, no, but it ain't a go home. I... It was just, it was right here, dude. I got you on tape <laughs> hey, right here. Listen, you don't need nothing moved. <laughs> and we got you on tape apologizing because you were wrong in that situation. And I thought about that today on my way here. It's all good, bro. But the thing is, is when I got the truck, some days I got good days, oh some days I got bad days, God. man. God, you had plenty of time to have a good day. Every day is a good day. You know what I say all the time? I say this to my coworkers at work when I walk into work. It is a great day to have a great day. I like that. It's it a is great a great day to have, day a, great to have day. a great day. I say that all the time. Mm -hmm. All the time. Because it is. Yeah. Why Why walk around with a sad face? Especially for shit you can't control. That's one of those things, too, that I've been really like searching through, too, is how it, it's like someone could be rude to you only if you let them be rude to you. You know what I mean? Explain that. Like, you could cuss me out right now, right? And it can either affect my day or I could just go... Damn, Austin's being kind of a dick right now. I feel bad for him. I hope he gets through whatever he's going through. Like it, once you internalize that, once you let somebody internalize and dictate how you're feeling, that's too much control that I would never want anyone to have over me. You see what I'm saying? I completely understand that, and this is something that I have well, this is something I have like openly acknowledged and have realized to myself, literally the past two months or so, um, is that like as a kid and stuff. 
the way I used to react, to me, it always seemed like the wrong way. So whether it was me getting into fights and stuff or just anything, it was especially fights as a kid, you know what I'm saying? Um, it just always felt like the wrong way. So as I've grown older as an adult and grown mature, I've learned to not react in almost any situation. Yeah. In almost any situation. Yeah. And sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. You know, but I even had a situation at work. It's funny you say that. This is the first pissed off customer I've experienced with that work. Yeah. And it was so crazy. I was shorting the story up, man. We were super bit, super busy one day. I'm talking about we had five random em- hotel employees coming to help park cars because we had an event coming, but it was also checkout time. Crazy. So then there used, we have a hill, a ramp that we bring the cars down. And so there's two cars at the bottom of the ramp waiting to get pulled out, but there's so much traffic they can't get pulled out. And I bring a truck down, and I'm waiting on the ramp. And the customer's walking. He starts walking to the back of the truck, but usually you don't let people walk on the ramp because it's like, you know, it's dangerous. And there's two cars in front of me. I can't go anywhere anyways. And so he walks around to the back of the truck without even saying anything to me, bangs the back of the truck and says, I've been waiting on my fucking truck, blah, 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 blah. That's crazy. So I, I, I open as soon as I as soon as I happened, I put the car in park, open the door. But mind you, I'm on the I'm on the ramp still. Uh-huh. Open the door, and I said, "Sir, you see what's going on out here? Mm-hmm. And you can be mad at the situation, but you can't blow up at the situation because you see this is out of everybody's control. Let's go back to the stuff I'm saying. Like you can't get mad about things that you can't control. You know what I'm saying? So I open the door, and as soon as I open the door, mind you, we're on the ramp. He's a. It's a pickup truck. It's an F one fifty. The big heavy door opens up, bangs against the wall. Oh! But because we're on the ramp, right? Uh-huh. So then he says, "And you just bang my fucking door against the wall." Blah blah uh... blah. So me, this this goes back to me saying not reacting. I start laughing, but I've 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 realized that. I do laugh in kind of some of those uncomfortable situations. <laughs> yeah, you do. I do. You know what I'm saying? But it's it's a way for me to not freak out. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? It's a way. It's I've learned to do that. So I start laughing. I said, I didn't bang your door against the wall, man. And I start walking away. Mm-hmm. And so then um he finds my manager and files a claim on the damage for the door. I never even looked at it. So I asked my manager, I'm like, was it the door actually damaged? He's like, yeah, it was a little damaged. You know what I'm saying? But hey. It wasn't my fault, and in in a sense, I had no sympathy towards him, and I was pissed off after. Yeah. Because I'm like, why are the first words that you're expressing to me? You don't know me, but mind you, I, I'm happy every day. I get great feedback at work all day, every day, and the first words you're expressing to me is a cuss word and saying you've been waiting. Hit you gonna hit the truck and say you've been waiting on your fucking truck. That's dang man. You don't even know me. I ain't did nothing wrong to you. Mm-hmm. So I was really offended, and I told I I was uh, talking to one of my coworkers about. It. I said, I don't even get mad no more. I don't nothing nothing changes my mood. That's good. But he had pissed me off that day. Yeah, he, that really offended me. I was like, man, I ain't deserve that. I I, I treat everybody with respect here. I, I you know what I'm saying. And it, it's one of those things too is when when I get really upset and angry too, Oss man. It's like I got to think about. What what is my goal here with this? You see what I'm saying? Is mm-hmm. someone slams on my truck, even if it's my own truck, you know I'm pissed off. Mm-hmm. I love that truck. Mm-hmm. Someone fucking slings it, dings it, I'm pissed. Mm-hmm. What is it? What's gonna happen now if I pull this guy out of his car and start banging on him? Exactly. What what does that do for me that right now? Nothing nowadays, yep. and it's really not worth it. Cause a lot of people have weapons and they use those afters. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. even if I even if I physically you know what I'm saying, yeah. handle you with my with my hands and my body. 
after that, then what? Who wins? Nobody. Yeah. So I've been. I, I avoid all that stuff, bro. dude. I've been doing so good lately, and Hannah's helped me with this so much. Is the thing that I've been doing, bro, is I've actually been opening up and being more vulnerable. As in, like, instead of that first step of me being angry at you, let's say you hit my car right now. Instead of me trying to fight you right now and go through this entire obstacle of putting hands on each other and using all this weight room and doing, seeing who's going to win or whatever, I go, hey, bro, my feelings are really You see what I'm saying, Oz? But I'm like, hey, bro, my feelings are really hurt right now. Like, I really care about that truck, and now it's dinged up. You see what I'm saying? That's all I care about right now. It's like, I understand it wasn't your fault, but is there a way that we could maybe fix this? And I, that was something that I didn't understand as a kid. I thought that you just had to go straight to 10, straight to 10, and then try to win, and then just let the, the dust settle. But there's steps to take before that. And I was just blind to it up until recently of like, hold on, maybe just be like, hey, sir, excuse me. I don't know what's going on, but did you even see that this happened? Versus just assuming that you did it intentionally. I could be like, oh, hey, was this an accident? Oh, it was an accident. All right, now let's start moving forward. Let's go through the steps. Let's do this. There's protocol to follow, like, within society that we can adhere to. And it's just like, that's how I've been feeling, bro. But And that's definitely something that I learned growing up. As a kid, I didn't know that. I didn't understand that. As a kid, as you said, I went straight to 10, man. Mm-hmm. I went straight to 10, but yeah. I'm glad that I've learned and matured. And I, like I said, I don't even react to stuff, bro. And the thing that I see is people like men and women who are just way older than us in their 40s and their 50s. And mm-hmm. you just see them road raging and just trying to fight people and do mm-hmm. this. And like, I actually feel bad for them now. Horrible. Because I'm just like, why are you doing that? Mm-hmm. What's going on, bro? Like, I, honestly, I take more pride in finding like a nice smooth way out of it mm-hmm. than I do like being the tough guy. Because, yeah, yeah. you know, I spent so much time trying to be the toughest guy in the room or trying to be the most resilient. And I thought that like... By giving that up, by kind of like putting my sword down, I was going to lose it. Mm-hmm. But this shit's so deep into my soul. And just the way that I do it, I try to sort of like add more tools to my toolbox. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to be more empathetic. I'm mm-hmm. trying to be, like I said, more vulnerable. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to just sort of like navigate things where, yeah, they're out of my control. But am I going to make it worse by using this tool, by using a hammer or a gun or a drill right now? Maybe I could just use my voice mm-hmm. instead and just like take my ego out of it. And that's just what I've been working on, bro. I'm the same way. I'm the same way. I always crack a joke and say, man, if me and this dude get into it, about nine times out of ten, I could talk my way out of it, man. Be like, man, we ain't got to do this, man. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? There's other ways to handle it. I'm not that ain't what we here for. Mm-hmm. That ain't what we here for. Yeah. What you been watching lately? What you been most entertained with? I know we got the football season coming up. I'm excited about the football season, it's bro. Animation over here, by the way. Yeah. Uh, I want you. Yeah. I've been with them since 2016 when they done came back. Yeah. Hey. Got a good Super Bowl hey. in. I'm not going <laughs> to lie, Matt bro. Stafford. Hey, I I will write a personal and verbal apology to Matt Stafford, bro. I don't know if I told you this, man. I want to hear it right now. He's the number one. I'm sorry, Matt. Man, dude, honestly, you're a fucking G. You're a baller, dude. Because, like, every year with the Lions, my whole childhood, I was just like, bro, fuck this guy. This guy's a bum. This guy's a bum. I I don't think there's another quarterback that I've talked more shit about other than Matthew Stafford. And then, bro, finally gets let go, comes over here, does his thing, and I'm like, I was wrong. You see what I'm saying? What do you think about that? See this. Because you were in Detroit with the Lions. Listen, listen, Venture, you're trying to get me animated, man. You're trying to turn me up on this podcast. Let me know what's going on. This is one of the topics that I'm real, real passionate about because Stafford is the man. 
And when he got traded, the day he got traded to the Rams, I told my friends, you can go ask right now. I said, he's bringing the Super Bowl to L.A. Now, I didn't think it was going to be in year one. Mm -hmm. But, hey, look at us now. And then it's going to happen in year two again. Watch. We're about to run it back. But, hey, Stafford is the man. And I'm glad that he is finally now getting the recognition he deserves. Now, here's a question, though. I, tell me how you feel about it. Is he a, a Hall of Fame quarterback to you? I think Detroit fucked him up, man. <laughs> I think Detroit fucked him up. I don't know. If he does it again, yes. Hole. Hey, if he can run it back again within the next, like, two, three seasons or so, for sure. Give it's him possible. that. Give him that. It is it's possible. possible. I, I, I support him, bro. Mm -hmm. I want him to do it. He's my guy right now. Like, Here, I don't know, dude. Here's my thing on it. Because at first, when this, because this was a big debate for a second. Is Stafford a Hall of Fame quarterback? After the Super Bowl, this is a huge, huge debate on every sports show and everything. And at first... My response was every time was, oh, well, he has Hall of Fame stats. If we want to ask the question, if we want to look at the numbers, mm. he has Hall of Fame stats. He's in, like, top 10, top 15 of passing yards and passing right. touchdowns and stuff. He got the numbers. I didn't even think about you that. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. So that was, my, that was my argument every time, right? And I used to be like, so if we're going to go by the numbers, you better count him in because he's in the top 10, top 15 of these numbers. He got some iconic numbers, right? But then – this was just recently, about a month ago, I heard Deion Sanders say something. He he finally hopped in on the Hall of Fame discussion. He was like, man, if they didn't change the game, like, they shouldn't be in there. And I said, well, man, you're right, because Stafford didn't change the game at all. You know what I'm saying? He didn't have that much impact on the game. He was good. He was a really good quarterback, and he just proved that, especially when else he got a really good team. Yeah. But, dang, he – he not one of them guys. Yeah, you know he didn't change. Saying? Yeah, you're right. He, he, he not one of them. Mm -hmm. When you think, you know what I'm saying? When you think about them, he ain't one of them. Mm -hmm. and, and and that's just me being real. I'm a huge fan. A he also wasn't fan. like the guy in his own era, too. You know what I mean? Yeah, but like, you got to think. Here's the other thing, bro. <laughs> Do you see the other guys in his era? I'm not saying he was a Brady or a Breeze. Uh-huh. But Stafford was goddamn good, man. You know what I'm saying? Stafford can make some plays. Y'all yeah. see it. Were you with the Lions when you lived in Detroit? Yeah. Okay. I had no choice, man. Oh, it's that that you you all actually got Lions fans out there, huh? Yeah, man. Like we grew up wearing Lions jerseys and stuff and always had a Lions hoodie every year, you know what I'm saying? You up to date with Hard Knocks? Man, you been watching I, Hard Knocks? I, I I watched the first at least three. Yeah, that's me too. Like up yeah. until like two weeks ago or whatever. Yeah, I don't know if I watched within the past two weeks. That shit been dope. That it's coach been a good is one. cool. Coach is cool, man. I like those up-downs he was doing. Man, I like everything. It's been nice. talking about his wrist and stuff. Mm -hmm. Man, I love watching that stuff because it may, it like it brings it back, man. It makes me feel like I'm damn near in the locker room. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just hanging out with the guys and stuff. My girlfriend, she always said, man, all we watch is interviews and stuff. And, and But now she enjoys watching the interviews, man, because it's like you're sitting hanging out. Yeah. I sit and watch these type of podcasts or these types of interviews or even like the sports show. Where it's like, you got to think, Hard Knocks is basically an interview of them. Yeah. It's, it, they're vlogging their work, which is practice and hanging out in the locker room with the guys. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Yeah. And I just like it because they're able to be humanized. You know what I mean? We see them in just one on Sundays, on Sundays. But to be able to be like, oh, who is this guy? He's able to juggle. Who is this guy? He's able to sing. He has other talents other than just playing football, mm -hmm. other interests. He's a good guy. He has a family. I love yeah. it when they show the families and all sorts of things like that. You're Dude. right. Because even like the, <laughs> the juggling scene, man, that was mm -hmm. super cool. That was super cool for the fans to see. I got a question for you since we're on football, man. What's up? 
And I've been arguing with my great friend Max Parrish about this for like the past week. We we argued over, we were texting for like two hours arguing about this the other day. How do you feel about Aaron Donald and his his outside of the whistle antics? Like as far as dancing or as far as no, throwing man. people around and fighting them and all that? Yeah, the violent side, man, the violent antics. I think with Aaron Donald, bro, we're witnessing a human being that is timeless. You see what I'm saying? I think we're looking at a timeless animal that we're not prepared for in today's game. You see what I'm saying? Like he's a guy Explain that, that you put him in 19... Have you seen Give the... Give the definition to the people out there that's listening that might not know exactly what you Dude, mean. He's not... Explain He's that. not just a dog. He's like the dog. You know what I mean? So, bro, just the it's way he operates. Like him, do you remember? I don't know if you saw this on Instagram. I might. I'll send it to you later. If not, bro, like the the ESPN commercials for like the NFL films or whatever from like the seventies, bro. Every highlights a penalty today. I don't know if you've ever seen it, bro, but they're suplexing mm-hmm. people, yeah. face masks, literally like yeah. clothesline and everything. Yeah. If you've seen that old yeah. highlight, dude, you could put Aaron Donald in that game and he would seven sacks. Like um, he's going off. Yeah, you know what see, I mean? Here's my thing about it and. I'm a huge Aaron Donald fan, and my thing about it to all you Aaron Donald haters out there, you guys are biased because when people hate on Brady, they say, "Well, you can't hate the greatness outside of outside of every you know what I'm saying whatever you don't like about Brady. Well, you can't hate the greatness. Well, you can't hate the greatness of Aaron Donald, man. Mm-hmm. Name another D tackle that's been a number one, number two player in the NFL yep. consistently. Yep. And so my thing about Aaron Donald, like, yeah. You see these off-season videos where he's swinging helmets and stuff. He, how that man? First of all, how that man end up with a helmet in each hand from the opposing <laughs> team? That is crazy. That is crazy, right? But here's what I explain. Here's my thing. When you are single-handedly the best, no question, and know that no man on that opposite side of you can handle you mano di mano, man mm-hmm. to man, and they know that too, yeah. then they're going to do whatever they can to you to get you outside of that element. Yeah. So They're going to play with you. They're going to fuck with you. Poke, stick. So this, all of this, everything that y'all seeing in Aaron Donald has to be some sort of reaction. He's not going out there violently and fighting. I was watching these NFL clips and stuff the other day, and... um. It was like a mic'd up, like a series of all the mic'd up and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was of Tua. He had mentioned something about Aaron Donald. Tua Tiger, Tiger by Loga. You know what I'm saying? The yeah. quarterback for the Dolphins. Uh-huh. He's like, hey, man. You know, that Donald guy just don't talk out there, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, man, exactly. Bro, just out there playing this game. But when people fuck with him, like you said, when people poke at the bear, yeah. he go flip back. And then, then he's the bad guy. Then he's the bad guy. But he is single-handedly the – like, it's crazy. It's crazy. He was just named – I mean, the NFL just put out their top 100 players. Aaron Donald was named number two, okay. which is complete bullshit because they put Tom Brady as number one. Yeah, Which, yeah. in fact, we know Tom Brady was not the best player in the NFL last season. Yeah. That's a crazy statement to make. Mm-hmm. It's just giving that – it's politics, you yeah. know what I'm saying? But Aaron Donald was number two, and the whole video of Aaron Donald, when they had these other NFL players interviewing and giving their feedback on Aaron Donald, it was crazy to me how open – those grown men were about the fear that Aaron Donald strikes oh inside my of God. them. Yep. You got to watch it when you get a chance. Dude. Those men are so scared of him. It, he strikes so much fear in them. Hey, and here's my thing, too, with football, dude, is you know these guys are watching 
80 hours of film that <laughs> week. Could you imagine? It's one thing to fight somebody. All right, all right, hey, you're fighting Austin next week. All right, I ain't going to think about that till next week. But you got to watch film on this man every single day. Slow motion, slow motion, slow motion. Watching other people that you're just as good as, too, at the top level, just getting thrown, getting tossed. And then you got a coach in your ear talking about, this is what you got to do to win. This is what you, and you're like, you know can you show work? me? Can you, you show me? That's what I'd be saying. You know what ain't going to work. It's, uh-huh. it's a lot easier said than done. That's what I'm saying. Listen, man. And that's funny because I've only, in my life, like, I've always felt like I was a pretty good football player yep. and stuff. There was only really one time in my life where I kind of felt defeated and felt like, like, in football, where it was like, dang, like, I don't know what to do, which was senior year. We played against Miracosta, and we went against Jonah Tavai. And his whole family, you know, they the older brothers and stuff, had multiple brothers in the NFL and stuff, you know what I'm saying, one mm-hmm. of the big Islanders. And I was the center, and he was the nose guard. And I had to go against him all game, and it was amazing to me on how somebody like he, he was just like a big dude and so strong. But his hands and his feet were so quick. I'm talking about his swipe and stuff. And it was like, dang, I didn't know what else to do. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what else to do. Yeah. Yeah, you just, you feel younger, huh? You feel like a kid. I wouldn't go that far. You feel like it, a it kid. Was a, it, it was fun. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't. T- I got you. But just that, when you felt defeated in that moment. Now, like, I'm not saying dang. the whole game. That's how it was, Oz. Yeah, but just, you know, fun. you're like, God damn it. That's fun. Yeah, yeah dude. Bro, it was good. It was Playing good ball. That's a big thing, and I'm happy that we're talking about sports. But the last thing as far as, like, his on-the-field antics, bro, the only time I really see an issue with athletes is when that translates out of off the court, off the field, and you start seeing things in the streets. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. John Jones. You see what I'm yeah. saying? That you, you talk about real dudes who are, like, actually unhinged, where you're just like, wait, he was where? He threw somebody off a balcony where? You see what I'm saying? Like, you start hearing things like that. And everything, Aaron Donald, it's all on the field. And then he goes off the field and he's running five charities. He's giving back. Mm-hmm. He's running camps, all fam. sorts. Yeah. So it's like when you see dudes that are actually having, like, real problems in the news, mm-hmm. then it's like, oh, fuck, this I guy, you, he needs help. There's a disclaimer to that because people like John Jones and them types of people, those MMA crazy dudes, bro, those people are real life crazy. Mm-hmm. Real yeah. life crazy. You got to be insane to be willingly to step in a ring with one of those other people yeah those people are crazy so they live a different lifestyle you know they got different expectations from society you know what i'm saying so i see john jones in the news like that (laughs) all right whatever Ah. you know what i'm saying you get what i'm saying so that it's a little different but then you see this stuff with the nfl like for example like the marshawn link that was that was crazy to me Mm -hmm. that man was loaded shouldn't have been dropping or like the henry rugg stuff yeah crazy that's a horrible story Horrible mm-hmm. story, you know what I'm saying? But hey, <laughs> that's enough football talk, though. That's Let's good. Go. We were definitely on. excited for this season. It's gonna be a good yeah, one. Man. And like, I feel like last season, I just it wasn't that I wasn't as into it. I just wasn't like in a place where I wasn't as like resurfaced as I am now. Now I'm like kind of going out, hanging out, doing mm-hmm. more social events. So like, it'll be a good season. I'm excited to watch games and stuff. We'll definitely be watching games together, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, what else you been watching though? But what shows you've been binge watching? Any show? What What's your favorite podcast? Then hit me up with some million dollars worth of game. Okay, who hosts that? Gilly and Wallow. Okay, Unk and Unk, man, they're really funny, man. Uh, but they do a lot of black culture and stuff, a lot of black hip hop and stuff like that. But it's really entertaining to me. But you know, they call it million dollars worth of game because they're really giving game. You know what I'm saying? On, on life. Mm-hmm. You know, on life, they got they be having business segments every episode too, but you know they bring on somebody that's really relevant in the community right now. You know what I'm saying, especially in the black community, and they'll just talk and they'll be giving game and it's cool. It's listening to, 
It's cool to listen to and it's entertaining, man. I'll be there cracking up. I'll be laughing, man. Dead. Yeah. I'll be dead. That's awesome, dude. I like the um the Pivot podcast too. They're dope too, yeah. man. I, that was the next one I was gonna say. Pivot's dope. You like I am athlete? I don't watch I Am Athlete anymore after they split. Okay, cool. Well, that I, makes sense. Yep, I heard. It I was sense. like, you, what they put out, and then you know what happened with them, and I was just like, ah. You chose the right side. Yeah, I was like, ah, that ain't cool. That's not how I would handle that mm-hmm. situation. You know what I mean? Which I don't. You know, we don't know what the fuck went on, but it just seems like that probably could have been fixed, or you know, he was fucking. He was trying to fuck him over or something like that. I love though, like that underdog story though of how once they did switch up, they had a couple hitters, mm-hmm. and now they got the millions of views they're versus. Bigger. Yeah, they're bigger. They're than ten than times bigger. And, yep. and it's and it's funny because with I Am Athlete, Brandon Marshall was like the star of the show. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So it's like these lower guys, the guys that weren't even the stars of the show, took yep. over. Yep. The Pivot Podcast. You watched the one with Kevin Hart? I did. I don't oh. know if I finished it, but when they were talking about the swingers, you remember okay, that? Okay. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Man, okay. Yeah. That ain't even why I brought it up, but that, that part was really, really funny. Yeah. What else? Well, not even funny. Crazy. Like, dude's crazy. Um, but Kevin Hart was super cool, too, because it was one, super entertaining, mm-hmm. which is what that's what the people want. But two, Kevin be talking shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Kevin got Kevin got stuff to say. Mm-hmm. You know, so that was a really good episode. Really good episode. But I be watching them all the time. Dude, that's another thing too. Like you bring up Kevin Hart. Have you seen uh dude, this was like before the pandemic, I think, or in the like beginning of it, the Kevin Hart Joe Rogan, the last one that they did, where he talks about like being in the room with Jeff Bezos and like talking they did to a Bezos and all that. Uh, Rogan and Kevin Hart. Yeah, it, it was. It, you should go back and watch it, dude. It I like was, Joe Rogan. Though, yeah, Joe's cool, dude. That's he's a guy right there. Definitely. But I was talking about like Kevin Hart, and I can you think about anybody else other than The Rock? You got Kevin Hart and you got The Rock who have been able to take that explosive rise over the past ten years. I don't think anyone's had a better last decade than them two. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Cuz you remember Kevin Hart, we were just me and Hannah were just watching some movie. What was it? Um Little Fockers. You know Meet the Fockers, like the third one, Ben Stiller, uh what's his name? De Niro, Robert De Niro. You seen I'm this not one? the biggest movie guy. I've seen some of It's all them. good, but anyways, Kevin Hart was a side character in that. Like he was mm-hmm. in the back like, "Hey man." You know what I mean? Like a a nerd. You remember he used to play like the side nurse or like the dude in the back. It's funny going back though cuz that that was a 10-year-old movie and seeing like this dude wasn't like the ma- he wasn't a superstar. He wasn't an icon that is today and that's just crazy how fast things seem to be able to be moved when you're motivated enough to do so it is amazing to see kevin hart started first he was the sidekicks and those but he was the stars in like the bt movies and stuff Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying he was in soul plane and stuff like that you know what i mean like kevin hart is the guy now Hey, he j- is the guy. He oh, is behind the rock. The rock is the guy. Yeah, is yeah. It, of course, you brought that up. You know what I'm saying, dude. But it's cool to see. I Definitely. was jet skiing, and part of my jet skiing job is like unclipping people off of lines, so they're ropes, like they're parking spaces, basically, just like you do. You go get car. I get people's jet skis. Tell them, all right, go out, go out. There was this dude that was made an old movie reference, like it was like some '90s movie, but it was like like a white ass movie that I just hadn't seen yet. Mm-hmm. And he was like, like, oh, it was like Dumb and Dumber or something like that. You know what I mean? Or something like that. It was just stupid. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, oh, you didn't get that reference? You're too young for that or whatever? And I was just like, no, you should have gave me something like a, you know, had it been like a hood classic, I would have got, oh, no. He said that, and then he was like, all right, bye, Felicia. Did you get that one? Um, and yeah. I was like, is this, am I going to have to fuck him up real I'm quick? Like, because dude really said that. He was like, bye, Felicia. Hey, hey, he goes, that's from, a, also, he said, that's from a movie, too. And I was like, all right, bro, go on and get out of here. Like, I'm not going to mess my tips up right now off of this. But he was, yeah, he really went and like, like I hadn't seen Friday or something That's like a that. Bold comment. And then here's what he said after, though, because I was like, had it been a Soul Plane reference? Because we had just watched that on Netflix again. And, you know, had it been this and that? He was like, 
Soul Plane was trash. And I was just like, all right, now you really got to leave. Like, I didn't get upset or nothing. I was just like, this conversation's over. And I just went to the next clip and started unclipping and stuff like that. But you just, you really got to understand. Soul Plane's a funny-ass movie, bro. My dude was a little too comfortable with you, man. Yeah, like those he was. Comments, I know, crazy. he was. And that's one of those things where you just got to let that go, man. Straight Ain't no up. reason to lose my job over Soul Plane. You know Not what I mean? Not at all, man. We got bigger shit. We there you got go. stuff to live for. We got stuff going on with us, man. So I'm not going to internalize that. I'm not going to sit here all. and defend Soul Plane. I'm just going to be like... Hey, bro, you're out. You're not in the know. You know what I mean? Like the situation's over. We get to sit back and laugh about it now. If you know, you know. Um, not a big movie guy. We talked about podcasts, bro. What else has been going on? Man, what you been eating lately? I, I eat a lot of chicken, man. My girlfriend cooks a lot, man. Okay, that, I appreciate it so much. That holds so much weight to me. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying going home to a cooked meal. Um, so we eat a lot of home cooked meals. When we eat out, man, I eat a lot of canes, man. You've been a big canes guy lately. Bro, listen, huh? it's first of all, it was a setup for them to even put one three minutes from my house. Yep. Hey, canes have been blowing up lately. Bro. They got one in Carson now. They've been like really hey, they've and been plot they've been, bro, calculated. Like what what social medias are you on right now? Uh Instagram mainly. Uh, I, uh, last episode, we were just talking about how TikTok saved my relationship. <laughs> Get this, because Hannah switched over to TikTok, so she's only on TikTok for the most part. So here's the thing is I'd be sending her memes on Instagram, and they just say, you know, unread. It'd be like 10 memes, three days worth of memes, and they just say unread, and I'm like, all right, well, fuck this. You ain't going, you don't deserve the memes that I'm sending you. So I had to switch over to TikTok and then I get this. I opened up my TikTok and I got like 20 memes that she sent me that I haven't seen. So now I kind of just TikTok and Instagram though. But what up? Okay, because you brought how you brought up how Canes is like popular and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's been trending lately. And I don't know if you've seen it, but like, it's becoming a trend for these kids to be menaces in life. What do you mean by that? These kids are causing destruction on TikTok. These kids in the LA community, I don't know if you've seen it on TikTok or wherever, whatever social media you see it on, but these kids are going places and literally causing, like wreaking havoc, bro. I pulled up to Canes. This was probably about two months ago. Okay. They knew Canes in El Segundo. Mm-hmm. And it was like 1.30 in the morning. And um, uh. The police were there shutting it down. Now, mind you, uh, Canes is supposed to be open till 3.30 in the morning, so it might even be earlier than that. All right, you've been it really going like to Canes. Yeah, no, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I go to Canes for sure. There's no hiding that. You know what time it closes, so that means you've tried to go when it's been closed. Oh, I'd be pissed. <laughs> it happens all the time. I'd be mad as hell. Uh, you're but, like, it's four. <laughs> go exactly. Ahead. But the kids, they were doing it at knots, too. But the kids just go these pla- go to these places deep. Mob in the parking lot. Like, literally, it'd just be a parking lot party. Okay. And just wreak havoc. They even did it with knots. Knots, and they were doing it knots where they were snatching chains. Oh, they were I fighting heard about knots. this. Knots had yeah. to do a whole policy change. You had a to, chaperone or something, yes. right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I saw something about that. Were you at knots when this no, happened? No, no. I'm a Six Flags type of guy. I ain't never even been to knots. Really? Never been to It's knots. not better than Six Flags, but... No, well, Six Flags you, you is whatever once. anyways. I yeah. gotta, you know, I'm a Cedar Point type of guy. If anybody... You know Cedar Point? I've just yeah, heard know. about Cedar Point, and I heard that they allegedly had the number one tallest roller coaster. I guess there's something in New Jersey that beat them out recently, so now they got the number two. 
but okay, they might have the number. Got Cedar Point is the best over there, amusement park. That's what's up in America. So compared to Six Flags, because I know Six Flags Disneyland, you know Six Flags in Texas, stuff like that. But what is the Cedar Point? Let me pull up a pic right now. Cedar Point. What do we got going on? Tell me Here, about it. Here's the thing. You you've been to the Six Flags uh, Magic Mountain, the one you mm-hmm. know in Valencia and yeah. in Santa Clarita. Yeah. How many rides there do you think are like adequate rides? Like they get the job done. Like they're like fun. Like oh my god, I love that ride. Probably like three, yeah. right? Yeah. Two, two, three, four, maybe. To me, two. Okay, two. To me, there's only two rides there that get that like you know what I'm saying. Get You're my excited in line, it. yeah. Cedar Point, at least eight. Really, at least eight. All at right. least eight. No, we grew up going there, so we used to go every at least every summer. So you got a lot of like uh, sentimental like uh, memories there, huh? Like it's a good... yes, but then I also I'm 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 a realist, man. Yeah, yeah. The the rides there are simply but it makes much you feel good. You you get both. You get like this is a dope ass place, and and then on top of that, you're like, oh, I remember I used to come here as a kid too, exactly. right? Yeah, exactly. Like for Six Flags, I have a um a um season pass, like. You know, I pay every month to have a membership at Six Flags, mm-hmm. and I go. But we really only go for two rides. Now this summer we started going for the uh, the water park side of it too. Oh yeah, and that was fun. super cool too. We used to go just chill in the Lazy River. You know, the water slides are fun. You know what I'm saying? But it's just kind of cool being in the water park, being in the Lazy River, getting in the wave pool. You know what I'm saying? On those hot days and stuff. Um, but Six Flags, it's like, man, we go just to you know stuff to do. Cedar Point, we was going to have fun. We took the whole family, and it was it was lit. Now That's I'm telling you, now, now mind you, if you ever get the chance, if you're ever in the Midwest, you need to go because it's in Ohio. So it's like, dang, you're not gonna go fly to Ohio just to go to Six. I mean, Cedar Point, you know what I'm saying? But if you're there, but if make you're it there, a point. if you're in Detroit, if you're in Cleveland, if you're mm-hmm. in Toledo, if you're anywhere in that area, Cincinnati, wherever, if you're in the Midwest and just map it and see how far it is, if it's within six hours, I say it's worth it. So let's see what they got. They got the Top Thrill Dragster. Lit. The Gatekeeper. Gatekeeper was dope, too. Steel Vengeance. Millennium Force. Millennium Force oh was the next God. one. Millennium Force is the best ride. Maverick, Valkyrie, Blue Streak, Rugo, Wicked. Oh, the Wicked Twister. Jeez. Iron Dragon. Dang, they got some big roller coasters out here. The Woodstock Express, the Wilder. Okay, but yeah, the Raptor. That's like 10 Raptor. major, like, coasters just go Trust i guess me. you could do that in the midwest though you got all that damn room come exactly. on now exactly. yeah and it, it's damn just go it. hard they got it like kind of set to where it's like on the beach on the beach vibe and stuff too super cool super cool now let me tell you about the millennium force though so every roller coaster you know on the first hill is tick 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 you go to the top and you get to the top and it's that drop and it's crazy right but millennium force on that drop that drop don't go straight down that drop goes Inwards, in the end down. Oh, right there. Oh my god. Like that? Oh my god. That's crazy. Oh my so god. it feels like you're gonna fall out the top of it, huh? Bro, yes, it feels like your heart's gonna come out of your body and come up out. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. That's wild. I love it though, but that's part of my adrenaline stuff. I love that adrenaline rush. You know what I'm saying? Like my dirt bike and that's adrenaline rushing, you know what I'm saying? Like, How you feel about skydiving, man? Oh man, that <laughs> dope. You wanna um, go? Time you out. Down? Slow down, slow oh, down. Oh, wait a minute. Slow down. Now. Slow down. Um, listen, skydiving is one of those things I've always said that I need to do. I, I, I just have to do it. I have to do it at some mm-hmm. point in time in my life. Um, and I was, then I was like, when it was my 21st birthday, I'm like, okay, like what else better to do than go skydiving on your 21st birthday? But then once it came down to it, I started thinking, I don't know. I don't know. What, what don't you know? 
What do you mean you don't Is know? Is that a question? Yeah. That's what not don't a real you know? question. What do you mean, what don't you know? What don't you know? What do you mean? Is there not any ambiguity in that? In skydiving? Are, are you not nervous? Do you not know what's going to happen? Here's the thing, dude, is I take a jet ski 30 miles off the coast every day. And we might make it back. We might not make it back. You know, we don't know what's going to happen. Your job should not allow you to say that statement. <laughs> it's on the flyer, oh Austin. My God. <laughs> you got to sign a waiver. But anyways, uh, skydiving, dude, it, it, it's not like you and I are renting a plane and trying to figure it out ourselves. Oh, I know that, that would be shady. Bro, it's all good. I, at least I think it's all good. I feel comfortable with something like that. There's control. We're good. You have experts involved. Anytime there's experts yeah. involved, come on now. I think we should. I'm asking you right now. I'm me and Hannah. I might put that out there right now. We'll probably go over like Thanksgiving break. Are you gonna be in town for that, or are you going back to Detroit? <laughs> November ish. What you think? I've actually been planning a trip back home, but the flights are crazy. crazy. Okay. Right now. So if but you're time in town, out, time out. I'm already here. You already know where I'm going with it. I cannot commit to going skydiving with you. It, first I of all, can't do it. I can't commit to it. When the time comes, if you want to call my phone and say, hey, Osh, me and Hannah, we're planning on going skydiving this date. You know, what's up? I might consider it. I, it's probably a no. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's probably a no. I'm sitting here thinking about it. Like, I, What scares you about it? Bro, you're falling from the sky. You got That's a parachute. stuff that humans are not meant to do. We were not born... To fall from the sky. We do not have wings. Now, it's cool. That is a dope experience. I know. I just don't know. But, but it's okay for you to get in a car and push 65, 70 down the highway all the way back to Lawndale today? We ain't supposed to do that either. I'm 80 to 85. Okay. All right. Well, you're speeding ticket, but all right. That's, that's Bro, up to you. Knock on something? Go knock Whatever you want to do. Oh, no wood here. It's all right, but I'm it's just horrible. saying. I'm just saying. It's up to you, all right? I follow the law. So that's way. risky, but skydiving is more dangerous than you. That is a crazy, crazy proposition and, and, that you're putting in the air right now. And like the, the thing is, is you're in the South that Bay, is not my even guy. A parallel. You're in the South Bay right now, dude. You know how many police institutions are under investigation right now by you doing 85? That's risky behavior, Austin. You might get got. I ain't getting got. They're going to have to got me. Hey, they get you, though. We got a little check to look out for, Listen, all right? Exactly, man. I keep my eyes out. I'm ready. But keep your eyes out and down when you jump out this plane. What's scary about that, bro? I, I feel like you're the guy that needs to go more Have than me. Have you even been skydiving? I haven't, okay, but I'm looking so for people to go. Like... Probably because everybody I ask says no. Rightfully so. Like, and it's not like you can't understand their reasoning on why not. All right. This is what I'm upset about with skydiving, Austin. This is what I want to do is I want to throw my parachute out before when they open up the back or the side. Watch that bitch go. Vroom, and then I go, all right, now we got to go get it. And then I jump out. And then I got to go put my parachute on. That'll give me the rush. That's the rush I'm looking for. What about you? You down? No. This I'm is what sick. we could do. Idea. We throw one parachute out and then we got to fight over it. <laughs> now... Here's what I'll say. Now I'm even second guessing you as a jet ski tour guy. Oh, why not? I don't dude? know if I'm gonna trust you out there either. I've only lost two people so far. <laughs> but other than that, we're good. Like we found them. They're all right. No issues. They're at home right now, hugging their kids. It's all good, bro. It was a windy day out. Uh, we'll we'll put that out there. 
I'm gonna choose not to even. So, so you're saying you don't you don't want to go on my jet ski tour? I don't know. That's what you're saying. You don't want to be in my group? I gotta think about it. It's okay. We can put you in green group. (laughs) (laughs) Is that an insult, bro? Is that an insult, bro? That sounds like a a dish, man. That's crazy. That's the uh, that's the the slow group. That is crazy. The special the special habits over there. Wherever I fit in, man, put me there. That's all good, bro. But skydiving, would you go bungee jumping? That's another one, man. Where it's like. I don't white water rafting. Hell no. Um <laughs> now listen, oh. let me let me tell you why though. Because I'm not I don't in my life I definitely won't be experimenting with like water like that. Okay. Because the ocean is a crazy, crazy thing. And I can swim, but I don't know if I can swim swim. And I'm not gonna put that to test. You Dude, know we can saying? test it out. Come to work with me, man. We'll test it out. That is crazy. Absolutely not. I, all I know is I can swim, swim. <laughs> it's been confirmed. <laughs> I'm safe out there. Good We're good. You. We're good. I believe you. <laughs> but me, I'm not about to put it to the test and find out the hard way. Hey. If I can avoid it. Hey, all I know, dude, is when I first started working there, you know, it's a lot of, it's a lot of move. It's cardio, bro. So here's the thing is you just did a whole workout to get to Catalina. I did a cave swim afterwards, bro cramped up my left hamstring you ever had a cramp in the water like mm-hmm. i'm talking to sit not at the beach like oh no no like you're in water you sink austin and i was like this is where i die i think i think someone's probably because i'm not gonna get saved i'm not gonna ask Did for you have help, a life bro. jacket on i didn't know but Why didn't you have a life jacket on in the case one because it was one of those things where like i it's just it's better if i don't have it on you see what i'm saying like no, i'm I able to i'm able to move saying. better dude the light it gets in the way just in this instance, it would have been smart to have it on. But do people uh, go in there with life jackets? Oh yeah, on? you have to have it on. But it was one of those things where like I didn't have mine on, and then we were also snorkeling too. Like you know, I was planning on snorkeling. I had it was just I was in the water a lot. I didn't need to have my jacket on because like I was good. But I caught a cramp. So the thing was, I caught my cramp, and you know that bitch locks up on you, and you're not gonna just like mind power. Let me open it up, and I did that. I was like, let me open it up because you know that's what you got to do when you're in your bed at three in the morning. I opened it up, and it still didn't like unlock. It didn't like close. You know what I mean? Release the cramp didn't release. So I'm sitting there with a straight leg, just cramped up, and I'm like, damn, it ain't gonna work. But I was cool, bro. I found like my way. I was in there. It was all good. But that's what you gotta do. That's part of the fun. I had a um, cramp my eighth grade year in the Super Bowl. We were playing at Eastern Michigan, like at the college stadium and mm-hmm. stuff. We made it to the Super Bowl, man. I get the meanest crump of my life. Like, I could see the indent on my calf, right? Yeah. And it got so bad. So then I'm on the ground and stuff, and, you know, the trainer come out and stretching me out and stuff. And I get off, and they're trying to help me off, and I start walking off the field. As I'm walking off, I catch it again, fall to the ground uh, again, scream sucks. in front of everybody in the I've stadium. Never had like a loud, cramp. man. It was horrible. It was a horrible experience. We lost that game 23 to 0. Oh. But we were undefeated before that. It crushed my heart. I cried so hard after that game. Really? Yeah. You cried. I thought we was going to win the Super Bowl. You can ask anybody on that team. We all thought we was going to win the Super Bowl. That's crazy. We were undefeated. I don't think I've ever cried for a sporting event. Yeah, you didn't have that it factor. That's why. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> you, you, you must not be a competitor. A competitor. I must not want it you bad enough, exa- huh? That's exactly what it is. <laughs> oh, I love that. You weren't a team player enough. You weren't committed. You weren't fully dedicated to it. But anywho. <laughs> now, me, on the other hand, I was a team player, man. Fully dedicated. All in. Oh my gosh. We were supposed to win that game though. They we got out coached. Yeah. Who was your coach? 
Coach, uh, Coach Smith, man. Coach Smith. He didn't have it, huh? He didn't watch enough film that week. That's what it was. Man, I'm talking about. Here, here's the simple fact of how you know we got out coached. Mind you, we're in the eighth grade, so you know we're like 12. Well, our team was seventh and eighth graders, you know what I'm saying? So we're like 12, 13, you know, however old you are in the eighth grade. Yep. And it used to work for us to where on the field goal block, we would just overload one side and we would fuck around and get a blocked field goal all the time, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? The team we played in the Super Bowl was so smart to when we overloaded one side, all they did was the holder just faked like they were going to hold it and just bootlegged out to the other side. As you should. <laughs> we never thought that was going to happen to us. That never crossed our mind, man. When I saw that, I was like, yeah, we didn't even expect that. You get what I'm saying? But that's crazy. Like, why do we not have a contain on that side? What I want to know is crazy is how did you bring up your eighth grade Super Bowl championship? How did we get there? How, and how often Cramps. are you thinking about this? Well, I think about it every oh, day. Oh, cramps. That, yeah, all right, cramps. I got you. You're but, right. But I got a, one of these, these the T-shirt that they gave us at the end of that year with the scores on the back. I got it like on the canvas in my room hanging up on the walls. Mm-hmm. So I see all the scores. And then you see the 23 to 0 at the bottom. It hurts your soul. I, it still brings back pain and agony every time I look at numbers. So scores. what I'm most worried but, about is every time you get a cramp now, you go back there, clearly, probably huh? PTSD, man. Just PTSD like, probably just triggers me. Just like I've never had a water cramp before, but I guarantee you, mm-hmm. if I get a cramp, I'm going to start thinking about this time I was in the ocean exactly, struggling. Exactly, man. It, it's going to stick with you. <laughs> but anyways, uh, no skydiving as of right now. Mm-mm. That's all right, bro. It's you, a hard knowing. Do you right get now. FOMO? You get fear of missing out at all? In what sense? In skydiving, or you're just someone in life? I think you know. There's a lot going on, dude. I feel like I'm. I don't feel like I'm missing out, but there's a lot of shit that I want to do. And when I have a day where I'm like, dang, I didn't really do much today, I think about all the things that I could have done. You ever get that way? Not related to other people, like in their stories or their Instagram posts or anything like that. But I'm just like, huh. I could have did this. I could have went out for a drive. I could have went to the beach. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I'm a also I'm a firm believer in like you know days like that. Man, those days are necessary. Those rest days, when you sit around and do nothing, those are necessary. But I have my schedule has been so busy. Uh huh. The past year, but definitely the past like definitely since summer started, bro. Once I started working full time and stuff, and even now I'm only working part time. Yeah. But it's like. Even on the days, the days when I have school and work, they're polar opposites, bro. So, like, even yesterday, bro, my first class at 8 a.m., I woke up at 6.45, and I didn't get out of school till 12.15. I went home for 30 minutes and went straight to work for eight hours. Mm-hmm. Didn't get back home until 11.40. Mind you, I woke up at 6.40. That's a long-ass day. That is a long day, bro. And it's nonstop because it's straight from school to work. Dang, it'd be really nice if you didn't have those classes. Man. <sighs> it took a lot out of me and not throw this pillow across this goddamn room at it's you. It's okay, bro. If you don't got it, you don't got it. <laughs> oh, no, right. You don't have the it factor. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I know <laughs> I hurt your feelings with that one. I'm you don't sorry. Have the it factor. I hurt his feelings with the it factor. <laughs> you so did. now he's trying to come for me. Uh, I apologize. You did hurt my Venture feelings. Venture did not have that it factor. I man. tried my best. I still remember my senior our senior year when Venture jumped off sides twice in a row against Miracosta and then they ended up scoring a touchdown after that. That's crazy. Because, you actually remember that? Yeah. Do you remember that? I'm sorry about that. Oh, it hey, ticked me off. I don't remember that at and all. you acted like nothing happened. I'm sorry. They were about they were supposed to kick a field goal, and you jumped off sides. Maybe not twice. At least one of the times though was okay. your fault. Yeah, I don't sound like a double fuck up. I'm not a double <laughs> fuck up type of guy. Yeah, because why are you jumping off sides on a field goal? Twice. Anyways, like, twice. It was something like that, 
And but it was your fault. The possession was your fault, and they were supposed hey, to kick hey, a field hey, goal. Hey, hey, hey! I thought you were a team guy. What is all this blame going on? It was a team game. What happened? How is it all my fault? This is, this is that's my this issue is of football. Years down the road. <laughs> years down the road. We can, we can the truth. Let the truth be told. I don't told remember now. any of that. Unless man. you want to play it the fifth, let the truth be told. So I'm cutting into you. I'm mad, and you just walking off like nothing happened. You didn't care. And that's one of those things where I said you didn't having, have the it factor. That's about having the it and factor, me being bro. All in. I was already on the next play, bro. You're in the past. I'm in the future. What you mean? I'm already working on what we can control, not what we can't control. Oh what you want me to do, God, Austin? Am I a hypocrite? No, I, I wouldn't say that, but you know, it could be said. But I wanted you to learn from the experience and know that Austin was not happy with you. <laughs> it's all good, bro. I do remember that though. How's your sleep been lately? Are you a deep sleeper? No, nah, I'm a light sleeper, but I sleep. Mm-hmm. I sleep, and if I don't sleep, I nap. Oh, you're a good napper? Oh, the, 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 what? That's what's up. I will nap. I will nap. I, 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 I'm, my sleep is terrible. I don't know. What I do just, you mean by that? I don't fully, you know that darkness that you're supposed to get? I don't fully get that darkness. I'm just kind of up. Like, I kind of hear most things. See, and I knew you always, like, wired differently. Mm-hmm. But that's crazy. I don't go. And, and Han- it's kind of like Mine a fascination of Hannah. Or something? Like- no, like, you could come here and, honestly, it's a weird thing, bro. You could scratch on the door at 3 in the morning. Just go- Don't even knock. Just scratch. And I'd be like, I think Austin's here. <laughs> on some weird shit, bro. I have very vivid dreams, though, too. So I remember every one of my dreams for the most part, dude. I can tell you what I dreamt about last night. It's, like, weird shit. Like, do you remember your dreams? I don't dream too often, but yeah. I do sometimes. See? I And it's funny because when I was growing up, man, I used to have this one, like, nightmare that, like, used to kind of keep coming back where it was, like, this weird, like, game I would play where it was, like, not with, like, real-life people or anything. It was, like, I don't know, like, figures, and it was, like, I would throw a ball, and a bigger ball would just come flying back, and the balls were, like, huge, and they would just, like, crush me. Okay. <laughs> I've, I don't think I've ever, like, said it out loud, bro. I don't think I've ever said that story out loud. But that used to happen to me all the time, and I used to just feel like I was getting crushed. I didn't know. I don't know. Hey, how are you feeling about the uh, the Neuralink coming out here pretty soon? You down to get that? Because if you're not down to skydive, are you down to, like, put the internet in your brain? You know what I'm talking about? That little chip gotta, that they're developing? You got to tell me a little more about it. I don't even know anything about it. Oh, my bad, bro. So, anyways, this is my what me and, this is what me and Hannah have been talking about. It's like Elon Musk and Zuckerberg and all those billionaire dudes are now basically going to put phones, the option to put a phone in your head. But before we get there, bro, there are like real health benefits. It's like, let's say if you're paralyzed or something like that, it's supposed to help the neurons and the signals actually go from your brain back to your legs so that you can walk again. So there are real medical benefits for it, like in stage one. But just like most things that we innovate, like through technology, it's going to get bigger, faster, stronger, more, 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 more. So eventually you and I should be able to send each other like text messages, but without the phone. So kind of like some cyborg shit. I thought you were up to game on it. It's all cool. We'll talk about it no, at a different let, time. But here's the concept. Get this real quick that I want to talk about is if we're linked up neurally, I wonder if we would be able to see each other's dreams or if that's possible. Do you see what I'm saying? Record your dreams. See it back. That would be some dope shit. And if so, it'd be kind of cool to subscribe to like Austin's dreams for the night. See what's going on with these balls. You see what I'm saying? I would be able to, like, have some sort of discretion on who gets to see my stuff, right? Like, yeah, sure. I mean, we could work on it. Yeah, you could make it public, private, just like the photos on your phone that you post. Or, like, even, like, social media. Only um, certain uh, people can follow me and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But what happens if but you get listen, hacked? But listen. What's up? 
this is one of those things where obviously it's like very futuristic. Yeah. But this is also something that I would never say yes to at the moment. But what ha- Ever. What happens just like when you're the one of the last people to not do it? Okay, listen, that's so it's even similar to the COVID vaccine initially. At first when the COVID vaccine came in, I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna go be a test dummy. But hey, once enough people got it, and then I started looking at it, what really made me get the COVID vaccine was, uh, well, not what really made me get it. It was multiple reasons on why I ended up getting it. Ultimately, I was like, dang, when we get sick, you lean on medicine anyway. So why all of a sudden are people trying to refuse this medicine, right? Um, But then I was also like, well, shit, if it's going to kill us, my family already got it too. I don't want to be here without my family, you know what I'm saying? I might as well go with them too. Ooh. So... With some neural chip, what's it called? Neural chip. Neural link. Neural link. Yeah. <sighs> At the moment, you can't bring that idea to me right now and just expect me to say, "Yeah, let's put it, tie me up, and put that shit in my brain." Absolutely not. So I don't want you to be the first guy, Oz. But what about ten, fifteen, twenty, thirty, forty years from now? That might be a real thing. I Th- can't. This I, thing's a real thing. I can't answer. I can't answer that right now. Then that's what I'm saying. Okay. I so can't. as of right now, it's not a no, but it's also not a yes. As of right now, it's a no. You just said you can't answer it right now, though. Okay, well, let me rephrase that and just say that I can't say yes right now. It's a no right now. I'm Absolutely sick. not. You can't come to me and get me to sign my name to say that you can put that neural link in my head at the moment. or You know what I'm saying? I'm down for it. If it helps us communicate better, I'm down for it. For sure. Ha, okay. No. Absolutely not. Not at the moment. I would be able to sort of hear your thoughts if that's what you wanted. That's not what I want. Why do you speak then? You see what I'm saying? To have conversation. So we speak. So we speak to let you know what we want you to know. Not necessarily you. Not necessarily our interaction right now. In any conversation. You don't need to hear my thoughts. You need to hear what I say because I only say what I want you to hear. What if there was a way to communicate with people who don't speak the same language through Neuralink? See, that's some crazy shit. So that's a great, that's great why I want comment it. that you just brought up. That's why I want something it. like that would be super cool. I always said I wish I spoke another language. You know what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? Is the way I'm looking at it and, you know, I don't develop tech yet, I would say. I'm not going to close that door, but I'd be down if somebody, you know wants to show me how to do it or whatever. Think about this, bro. Why are we wasting time moving our tongues and lips right now? Why can't I just get you the thought like instantly? You see what I'm saying? Why would I mail you? What if right now what we're doing is mail and then what it could be is airdropping? So you know it's a crazy, crazy like comment to add on to what you're saying? So shit, if that's the case, then what about like teaching later on in the future? it's hard for some for you to teach me a calculus concept right now. Yeah. But if I can just instill that thought, if I can just, it's like basically downloading the hard drive to your, you know what I'm saying? There like, it is. Yeah. Then that's crazy in a sense. We like, all know calculus. Yeah. Which might, that might be a bad thing. That's going to have some bad alternatives to it. It's going to have some bad outcomes to it. Yeah, but if, if it's that easy to teach everybody anything, I think I'm not saying that it's all good. I'm saying that it's just like life. There is good and there is bad. There's, you know, opportunity cost to everything, right, Oss? It's like you could buy that car that you want, and then what could you have done? You know what I mean? There's gonna be bad shit with everything, bro. Even now. So, what about all the positives that I'm thinking about as far as like 
the medicine. Imagine what if you have cancer and this neural link is able to develop or, or certain genes in you, right? That like would, oh, if Austin keeps eating these beans or whatever, bro, he might develop this thing right here. So you get a little update, hey, bro, get the, get the, get the black beans instead of the brown beans. The pinto beans ain't for you, bro. You see what I'm saying? And I'm not, hey, I ain't forcing you to do anything. You do whatever you want, Austin. I'm just saying when that thing becomes available, I would really be open to throwing that in there if it's going to do what they say it's going to do. If it has, how about this? This is, me and my mom had this conversation, well, we kind of had this conversation the other day. A great answer to a lot of questions is if it makes sense. Mm. So at that time, if it makes sense and I need a little bit of help with this and, oh, this is going to enhance this and, well, shit, if it makes sense, I'll sign up for it. Yeah. Yeah, you're good. It's just a wire that you hit real quick. It's whatever. You can't hear it no more, right? We're good, we're good. Yeah, bro. Uh, that's also like the same thing, same message, but I put it a different way of like, what's the why? If there's no why, why am I doing it? I'm not saying I'm not going to do it. It's just I, you have to kind of, I have to be bought into it in order to work my hardest on it. If there's no why, bro, that's my biggest issue with, you know, this the whole school system. You just didn't tell me why. You just told me that. Two plus two equals four. Well, can you prove it to me? Okay, so now we brought up the school system. I have a question for you. What's good? How do you feel about, like, um, kind of like what we're taught as, like, the education system in general, as far as, like, specifically U.S. history to where it's like, well, shit, they don't, we're, we're, we're getting taught, quote unquote, taught their side of the story. Oh, you mean how they're just taking, you know, my native side and then my black side and just erasing that from the textbook. Say it again, bitch. You're what? And you're what? They're doing it. Exactly. My native side and my African-American side and huh? they're just saying that that shit just didn't exist huh? no more. Here's the thing, though, dude, is I'm not against school. What I want to do is I want to build a different university. So take all those classes that you just took, Austin. I don't believe that they're going to be relevant at all to anything that you're going to do. You're going to go on to do really big, great things. You're not going to be like, you know what? This class is what really helped me. What I want to do is create a space that is confidence 101, communication 405, empathy 700 or whatever it is. Do you see what I'm saying? To where, what are we talking about in this class? Hey, why is, why is this guy trying to fight Austin right now? How can we help this guy? Do you see what I'm saying? How can we not let this guy penetrate how we feel for the rest of the day? How can we let that roll off or transition to either help him if he doesn't want to receive our help? Now we do this. These are the things that I had to go find on my own or mm -hmm. ask the people that know these things. It wasn't presented to me. We need more ideas like that instead of, yeah, history. History is who won the war. Oh, shit. These chords. Give me a second. We're good. You're good, right? Yeah. Dude, history is like who the fuck won the battle is who gets to write it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. What you think? No, you hit exactly on the spot. It's not yeah. that I'm... And I know I talk a lot of shit about college and stuff on this podcast avidly. College has been so beneficial for Hannah. Mm -hmm. So beneficial for Hannah. I love not it. You? I love that she goes... No, not me at all, bro. I knew what I wanted to do at like 14. I knew I wanted to build businesses at like fucking 12, bro. I just... I knew that's what I wanted to do. And not just one, like 20. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And have them all working. I wanted like O'Neill Corporation. O'Neill. I just saw it all. Uh, I didn't even have, I realized this too, dude, is even now that we're not playing sports no more, I didn't even want to play sports. I just wanted to be very wealthy. Like school has to have a why on it. Mm -hmm. And no one ever gave me the why. And even when I ask for the why, teachers never, you see what I'm saying? So, Took the time for that. 
Are you just... So why are you finishing? Because you're already so far in? I'm finishing. You want to know what my actual... My belief is that I think I might be the last generation of young men that's built like how I'm built to go to college. Hmm. I think because the internet is so young in the grand scheme of things, the people who are running the businesses currently that I will be running in the future, 40, 50 years from now, are using ideas from when they were in our shoes to be like, oh yeah, this uh, this guy needs a degree because it actually was the best place to get information back in the 1980s, Austin. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? Now, where's the best place to get information? The fucking internet. Telephone. Every every assignment we ever have can be looked up at Chegg, Quizlet, Googled, and guess what? You'll get a C. If you just fucking Google any question you've ever had, I guarantee you, you'll get a C. But people aren't really getting trained to think in our generation like that anymore. So they just kind of get herded along like cattle. And it's like, it kind of fucks with me because there's so much potential that's not going to get tapped into. That statement that you just made, that if you Google any question from college, you can get a C. It's what I've done since West High. And especially the pandemic when shit went to online and they gave me the fucking internet. And oh my God, Austin, if you took a fucking test without the internet over the pandemic, you're a fucking retard. I don't know what to tell you. It's just, if you didn't pass, it's your fault. Open up another browser and just wada wing, wada wing. Oh, this is what this guy said. 1988. There it is. Boom. You see what I'm saying, bro? But what I'm saying is it's just, it's outdated. It's not giving us relevant information. And then on top of that, I don't even want to get into the whole like debt thing of people. You want to go to USC? Imagine what it would take to go to USC on your own, Austin. What's that bill going to be? A quarter of a million dollars after you, oh, I had to get the apartment out there. I had to feed myself. I had to take Rico out there. I had to do this. I had to live a quality life. You see what I'm saying? So the way I'm looking at things right now is for a stamp, the way that I'm, yeah, exactly. For for a a piece of paper. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not even getting my piece of paper sent here, Austin. I'm sending it back to my parents. I'm not. I don't want it. It's like, I'm not going to graduation. Just for me, bro. I'm not doing none of that. Like, I just, I've been in an abusive relationship. I'm fucking Shamu. I need to be let out. And once I get let out, I'm good, bro. Guess what? All these lights and shit, they're going to stay on. This this apartment, it's going to continue to get bigger and bigger and bigger. Why? Because I'm no longer sitting in a class listening to somebody tell me how to do something they didn't do themselves. That went deep, huh? I got a little aggressive with them. Fuck them. Fuck Cal State Long Beach. They could suck my dick. All right? That's how I feel about it. Anyone else that loves it, hey, go do you. But that's just me. You really want to build some shit? You really want to be in the game of like being like the realest motherfucker out there? It ain't going to happen there anymore. It used to be that. They used to build Facebook in at college, at this. Oh, they do it for the connections. Austin, you could literally DM a thousand people right now in whatever industry that you want to be in, someone's going to write back to you. You don't have to go to Cal State Long Beach. That piece of paper isn't holding the weight that it was a generation, two generations ago. And this is how my son and daughter will be thinking. I don't think I'm going to send them there. I'm not going to make them go if they don't want to. I could have rode jet skis for the past four years and just done that, bro, and learned more than I learned at Cal State Long Beach. That's just my opinion on it. Just being out there and like watching people But I'm a big people person, too. As you know, I really go deep and analyze and try to get to the root of, like, why is the consumer behavior like this? And that's what I'm doing. What are you big on? Well. What are you passionate about? That's funny you say that. 
I'm gonna go back to what you were talking about because I'm the only one out of my brothers. So me, Ricky, Blake, and Sean, I'm the only one that went to that is pursuing college and is gonna finish college. Um, and I had this conversation with Blake. Well, you know, he's in the production field and all that, you know what I'm saying? And I've told him before that I haven't learned anything in college. Yeah. You know, like, mm, eh, I haven't learned much. I've completed these courses, and I'm checking these this checklist to, to, to get my degree. But other than that, I, I, you know? Mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing, I haven't done too much. And my biggest thing with you and me is that it was, it is paid for, for us. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You got a situation that works. I got financial aid that took care of everything for me too. Mm-hmm. If we were going into debt, I'd be fucking furious right Heard now. You. Like, like I said, if you, we were having this conversation at USC, I'd be right. like, Hey, we're going to start something. They need mm-hmm. to really rethink this situation and they need to have something changed to do that. Um, what I was getting into, you see what I'm saying? Hell like, yeah, man. The, the, I'm not paying that. Yeah, that's like the thing we need to. I'm do. not paying that. <laughs> and my kids been. <sighs> I think it'll be different. What I happens with the neural link that we're talking about? My kids can do whatever they want. Yeah, you're right. None of that. that was yeah. Yeah, but it don't make no logical sense in my head. Mm-hmm. It don't make no logical sense in my head for kids to go pay. Quarter of a million dollars at USC. Yeah. Just, I didn't even want to say the number. You get what I'm saying? I'll like, say it. It's a lot. It's thick. What? Yep. What? And and it's crazy to me. I could flip it for a positive though, too. Here's the biggest takeaway that if I had to argue it, if someone was coming at us right now, I'd say no. The callus that you and I are developing by Fucking around in those classes, maintaining that workload, and then also maintaining your workload as a young man by paying your bills. And then on top of that, flourishing and flowering and watering your relationship and then keeping a social life outside of that. Living. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? People tell me that all the time. Like, bro, you just be living. That's the point. Yep. That's what we're here for. Mm -hmm. That is the point. Like, even my birthday just passed a couple weeks ago. Happy my, late my, birthday, man. Appreciate that. My mom asked me, like, son, is there anything you want for your birthday? And I, I told her I, I, I can show you the message. I said something, like, I can't think of anything potentially tangible that I would want. Mm-hmm. I said, it's really, like, I, I've been loving my experiences. I've been loving going to do shit. Yeah. That's what I'm here for. That That's what I'm looking for. I can't wait till I start traveling. Yeah. You start getting out the country and stuff. Did you ever you get that I'm update saying? on the passport, man? Man, I, I'm, I'm about to turn them in, man. Oh, you still haven't turned them in yet? I'm about to turn them in, man. Yeah, man. That passport, like I said, is there's people that have the biggest bank accounts, and then there's people that have the most stamps in their passport. Uh I got addicted to that stamp. When you go through customs, Denmark, Sweden, wherever, they go, boom, boom. They're aggressive with it, too. Like DMV people, they'll be like, where are you coming from? Who are you with? Where's she at? Oh, you're staying where? You know what I mean? Or at Costa Rica? And they go, and it says Costa Rica, wherever you're at. And I'm like... Fuck, I want like a million of these. That's awesome. Because each one of those is a different story and a different experience, man. Like I said, bro, I'm graduating. I'm putting together like three solid trips of like a Bali of fuck, man. Where else was I talking about? A Tahiti, uh, maybe in Africa or like in Italy or Spain, bro. Come aboard, man. 
That's, keep that's me in touch with that. That's what keep I'm saying, dude. Is, and like I said, I'm gonna keep sending messages, bro. It's up to you. Whatever you want to do with it, right. you can't be like I didn't know, because I told you uh, three six months in advance. You know what I mean? I said, yo, this is how much it's gonna cost. It'll be cheaper if we all go, because we'll get a dope Airbnb and we'll just be vibing. If we don't speak the language, we'll figure it out. Google Translate. <laughs> I'm going to Hawaii after I graduate. Yeah. And then we can figure something out. What, do you have a specific spot in Hawaii? No, I just like Hawaii, man. I ain't never been. It looked uh. cool. I love I the like big the island. Vibes, you know what I'm saying? I'm here for the vibes, bro. You I know? want you to go to the big island. Which one's that? What's it called? It's, it's the island of Hawaii. It's the biggest one. It's the one with the only active volcano on it. It's the mm. biggest one. So you know how you fly into like Honolulu? It's the one furthest to the right, the bottom right one. Okay. The big island. It's nice, dude. It's I'm down. Yeah. We'll I'm making it happen. I'm going, I'm going once I graduate. No. Can't wait. I can't wait. But that kind of puts us into like a now a, a, a section of traveling. That's all we do we on this podcast. We had something else to talk about, too. What's up? Remember, we were before we started, I said, now hold that, because I had a great rebuttal to it. Oh, I got you right here, bro. Uh, before we were started recording, dude, I hit you with, what would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? Because that is basically the motto that I would get tattooed on my forehead if it were acceptable. What would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? What are some of the things you would do? Everything. Okay. Yeah. Everything. And like skydiving? <laughs> Relax. Here's my <laughs> thing. Here's my thing. Where especially where we went to high school at. A lot of those kids are set on a on a they they're settling. I, I feel like a lot of them don't dream big enough. I agree. Yeah. Um, I even some of my closest friends. Uh, I was talking to one one day, and we were talking about cars. And I said, "Oh yeah, well, what's your dream car?" And he said, "Oh, well, my dream car, honestly, is this Lexus, and it's a this this sedan, and it's a nice, and it's it's affordable and it's attainable." Oh, obtainable. That's a word, huh? And then it was, this was in a group chat, mind you. Mm. So then I had another friend come in the group chat and said, "You're right. That's a great attainable car." I said, I asked for the dream car. Anything in life is attainable. What, what, what do you mean this is attainable? What's not attainable? Like, what, Why are you so settled on this is what I can only achieve? That's, why are we not dreaming? Why are, you, why, why are you so set on this mindset? Mm-hmm. I've even had a conversation with another friend where we were talking about like, okay, so yeah, we're going to college and yeah, we might go work in this corporate, corporate world after. But you don't necessarily want to be stuck as a robot for the rest of your life. You should. There's, there's. It doesn't hurt you to dream big outside of that. You know, like. You know. I do. Dream. Yeah. Dream. Have goals and aspirations. You can dream to have some sort of business outside of this corporate world, and it'll blow. Hopefully, you become a millionaire off of it or a billionaire. You know what I'm saying? But what what harm is it a dream? Why are you? Why is your dream car this fifty thousand dollar Lexus? Yeah. When you could dream, and and this is coming from a car guy, I would understand if it's somebody who doesn't care about cars and they want to drive a Toyota Camry for the rest of their life, Toyota Corolla. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But if I I, I would never say my dream car is a fifty thousand dollar car. Why do you think that our peers aren't dreaming big enough? Have you gotten to that yet? 
a lot of them haven't been outside of the environment. And so I'm speaking on West Torrance specifically. Like when I moved to California and didn't know anything outside of West Torrance because didn't have any family, no cousins or nothing, you know what I'm saying? We moved out here, we got an apartment, wherever we got an apartment, and that's where we went to high school at. Those three years of me in high school in West Torrance, I didn't leave West Torrance, didn't do anything outside of West Torrance. We stayed in West Torrance. We didn't do, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was part of that of like, you got to grow, not grow, that's not the word, because I'm not trying to say they aren't growing. I'm not trying to discredit anybody. But once you see things outside of what you've already seen, once you get these new experiences, that is kind of what opens you up. You know what I'm saying? Once you get opened up to the real world and start seeing things and seeing shit is possible. Mm-hmm. I wear my chains every day, right? This pendant right here, it's a glow pendant around it. It says, the world is yours. I'm, I wear it around my neck every day. Yeah. I'm a firm believer in that. You can literally do whatever you want. You go make shit happen. Yeah. Fred Taylor, dude, on The Pivot, says his favorite quote that I take with me every day is exposure leads to expansion. <laughs> That's Factual. What you're I might about, take that right? with me. I love that. Exposure Factual. leads to expansion. Exposure Even if I'm not interested expansion. in the place, let's say, it was hard for me to come around to Sweden, bro. It was really hard for me to be like, damn, I'm about to spend fucking two trips a year. I'm about to have kids. You know, they're going to have to go up there every Christmas, this and that. Like, it's a big commitment, bro. I'm mm-hmm. about to be going out there in December and then probably again in like July. I got exposed out there, and I got expanded, and I go, I like this place. Mm-hmm. I like it a lot. So guess what? I go, where else is out there? What's in Africa that I'm interested in? You know what I mean? You so, were going a safari in Africa, huh? Like a wild safari? I'm going to go on record right now and say that I think in about 20 years, when you and I are really hitting our stride, Africa might be popping. Uh, I'll go over there, and I'll really help develop a strong infrastructure to make that place a force around the globe and i'm not talking about like uh, i'm thinking about honestly like west africa mm-hmm. i don't know yet it's just what my instincts are telling me that could be, be wrong cool. could be right but i'm interested that's all i'm saying and i think other people like us are going to be interested so be why cool. not and i also want to say this too because like, the statements that I was just saying about the conversation before this, about, like, you know, dreaming and stuff, that's all it is. It's about having that dream. Mm-hmm. It's about having that vision because if you don't dream for it, if you're not, if you don't have these aspirations, if you're not having these things that make you want to go even harder, then it's like, then what are you doing it for? That's my biggest thing, my guy. If you don't win in your own head, how can you expect to win out in the real world? Mm-hmm. doesn't make any sense to me. Uh-huh. I win. Oh, that's all I do is I just fucking... Dude, I bang every half-court shot in my head. That's it. I just throw them up, and they go nothing but net. But, nothing but net. But look, this don't, this don't mean they're not going to win. Yeah. Because a lot, of them, a lot of them are taking the same route I took, going to college and going to go work. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them graduated before I did. You know, a lot of them graduated in four years. I'm graduating in five. Yeah. They're you know, one step ahead of me already. And they're winning still. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, they're they're doing good. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever they're doing, they're probably still doing good. All I'm saying is, dang, like, I want even more. What if? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What It don't hurt to just look past it and, and, and hope and, and dream. Yeah. 
Go make that shit happen. I got another one, man. Muhammad Ali said, if your dreams don't scare you, they're not big enough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They have to be humongous. Whatever that is relative to where you're at in life, that's what it should be. They, Yeah, you should try to be the best that you can be. I don't compete with other people, Austin. Mm-mm. I really don't. I compete with myself, and I try to be the better than I was yesterday and stay sort of with that goal in mind. And I know that anyone can try to be the best in your area, but to try to be the best you inside of your own head that's a fucking accomplishment right there. Like, I think if Jeff Bezos tried to be the best in America, Amazon wouldn't be where it's at today. I want him to reach his full potential and see what the fuck happens with that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What else you been getting? So I just think pivoting off of like what you said with the you're not dreaming, dude. I think I've gotten to some of the roots of our peers. I think it's a fear of failure. You see what I'm saying? I think it's a fear of public failure, too. They don't, they, they're scared to get made fun of. You know, I am, dude, I'm the butt of a lot of jokes. You know what I mean? Like, cool. Talk about venture. Like it's whatever, bro. Like I'm not, my, my insecurities aren't going to get poked and attacked because you said blah, blah, blah. I'm still going to go ask that pretty girl out. It's whatever. You said, oh, you can't do that. Look where I am today. Do you see what I'm saying? Like (laughs) there's closers and there's people that aren't closers, my guy. I hear you loud and clear. I'm a fucking closer. I don't know what to tell you. So I hear you. Fear that, of failure. And that's a great mindset you have. So you just openly said, shit, I'm the butt of a lot of jokes. But it's okay. A lot of people can't say that. That fucks with a lot of people. A lot of people would be like, I'm the butt of all jokes, man. Like, this shit not cool. You know? That's a great mindset on your head. And I think it's fair because I can't be willing to laugh when you fall down the stairs if when I fall down the stairs... I want people, I, you know, hey, yeah, I've already. You, you'd be the loudest one laughing. I'd be like, ah, you like, see him hit his head? <laughs> you see Austin hit his head? He bounced, bro. But when I, but as long as you're okay, you know yeah. what I mean? You're, I, cause I knew you were, you're Austin. You'd be all right. He's good. Tell him to get up. But I can't do that if when I fall down the stairs, I want somebody to get some enjoyment out of that at least. Like, mm-hmm. fuck, if I'm already sitting here, like, damn, that hurt. Fuck, mm-hmm. tell that grandma to laugh at me over there or whatever. So, dude, I'm even at the point now where, like, let's say I fall off, like, the jet ski or something like that. I'm supposed to be the professional out here, right? Like, I hit a di- – it happens because I'm looking to the side at you, a diagonal wave come. You fall, right? I'm – fuck, first – you see that shit? Oh, my God, right? Like, let's laugh about it. Let's make it a good time. There's no point right. in me being like, well, this happened because of this. And, yeah, this never – like, no, it happened. Let's roll with it. Like, let's keep going. I laugh a lot, man. Mm. It's about laughing. How important is laughter to you? Bro, I laugh in any situation, bro. Every circumstance I can. Shit be funny. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I'm here to have a good time, bro. That is my goal. I'm here to laugh. Here to have fun, smile, make other people laugh, good vibes, positive energy. I'm optimistic. Like, bro. Why would why would anybody walk around here with a frown on their face? But life is good. Life is good. I can't complain. I've had an issue. I don't know about lately, but just in the past, bro, where like culturally, you and I have this thing ingrained in us to where we've culturally been through so much trauma and pain and been able to adapt to those things that the things that we laugh at are pretty fucked up to other people like mm-hmm. culture let's say with hannah right there's been times where i've just been like yo that shit was wild and she's like you can't laugh at that and i'm like no he's fine it's, it's not okay to laugh at that and i'm like 
my people were taken here on a fucking boat. What are you talking <laughs> yeah. about? Like, shit, I'm about to laugh <laughs> at that shit, all right? You can't, it's a human trafficking joke or something. And I made a slavery joke or something like that. You can't say that. What? You know what I mean? No, let's let's laugh but about you, this. You'll forever face that, man, because you do have dark humor. You got a different sense of humor than a lot of oh, people. Oh, so you think it is me then, huh? No, I wouldn't say me. No. Uh, no. That's subjective, bro. Like, because I laugh at shit that people, other people might not think is funny, too. Yeah. Everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it is what it is. I like it when it's unexpected, too. Like... Oh, I didn't know that lady. You know what I mean? Just sound like, oh my God, you see that accident over there? Is everybody alive? All right, now let's find what's funny about that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because it's just, that's that's the way I heal is I laugh about it. Something fucking crazy happens to me in my life. I'm like, all right, well, let's see if we can find like a positive spin on this. Let's see if we can have a happy time based on my failure like that. But I think, dude, we've been going for shit an hour and a half, man. Does it feel like it? Flew by, man. Flew by. Great combo. One of our final questions that we always have for all the guests that come on our podcast and get interviewed is, who's somebody that you would like to see on this podcast? Um, I want to see my brother Blake on here, man. Blake got some stuff to talk about, too. He got some, some experiences that I guarantee 99% of the people in the world that you encounter with won't have. Um, and I think he got some, some good words to say, so I'm going to see if he would be interested, man. Okay. Yeah, I'll reach out. Like I said, if you, if you got the cosign, fuck yeah, I'm going to reach out. Yeah. We're going to see what's going on. All right, well, we'll hit up Blake. And like I said, thanks for coming on, bro. Love having you on. You're welcome appreciate anytime, it. all right? Appreciate it. Enjoyed it, man. Catch you later. Bye.